1: Yeah! You made it!
2: I yeah, was close call there, t Rush. Close call
1: there. I was a little nervous. A lot this going is, on on the freeways today. Can I explain what has taken place in the last uh, 25 minutes or so? Sure. So I get a uh a call. Heart is pumping a little faster the, than usual. <laughs> I was kinda hoping there'd be some sweat running down your face or you'd be short of breath or, or something like that. Because you could just to give everybody a little bit of an idea. We do our morning meeting remotely. We do it via Zoom. I, yep. I'm here in the studio and you do it from home and then you drive in and we do the show here. Um but today you called me at around I don't know was it nine twenty five or so? You're like probably hey. right, probably exactly nine twenty five. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, Trav, um, there's something going on on the one ten, and uh, I don't know if I'm gonna make it. It's like we're we're not moving at all. And I said, yeah, no problem. Just get get here when you get here, and then you said, I'll, I'll give you an update, and then you call me back about fifteen minutes later, like it's, a port it's, mission, it's,
2: it's, it's, a port it's, mission. <laughs>
1: It's not going to happen. Uh, uh, I, I'm not going to make it. And um, I'm turning around. I'm going back to my house. I'm going to do it remotely. And, and my, my dad instinct kicked in, right? I'm like, dude, slow down.
2: Drive carefully. You did. Just yeah, take, you became very ta- thoughtful. Take very your time.
1: Thoughtful. It's okay. Just get, get wherever it is you're going safely. And you're here, and you are made it, and you're composed, and I, I I was looking forward to making fun of you a little bit okay, for missing so, work.
2: <laughs> so here's the funny part. When you say that you started the whole, hey, everything's going to be fine, you know what, just take your time, all yeah. this stuff, I'm like, I don't want to hear that right now, okay? <laughs> I got 94 cars in front of me, and I'm moving. Okay, let me just kind of explain. This is very simple here. I, I brag about using Waze, yeah. right? I brag about, hey, <clears throat> this is a great thing. Not that I don't know how the hell to get to downtown L.A., the problem is usually, okay, well, is there going to be traffic? Is there not? I understand when I'm leaving a Lakers game and I'm trying to get home and there's construction signs everywhere. <laughs> I'm with all that. I understand that. That's the, that's the risk you take when you're driving at 1130 at night on sure. an L.A. freeway. Sure. 930? What are we doing? On the one on the one ten that there's Went four miles from
1: downtown.
2: <laughs> there's literally two to three lanes most of the time. Uh you know, obviously nobody's gonna move. I mean, even if your car breaks down, there's nowhere to go on the one ten. You're <laughs> no, you're basically it. in the pocket here. That's it. So that was, uh, it was a little interesting, a little interesting morning. Here.
1: I'm, I'm glad you made it. I'm glad you made it safely. No, whenever I hear somebody that's that's running late and they're like, "Well, I can make up," you this, you, you use the phrase, "I, I can heads. make up some yeah. time." I'm like, just stop right there, get there whenever you get there. I don't because every time I hear one of my all, all three of my kids drive now, right? Yep. So it's yep. it's terrifying, and it, all, every mm-hmm. parent out there knows how scary it is when your kids start to drive. Like just. Take your time. Mm-hmm. If you're late, it's, it's, it's don't worry about it. I'd rather you be late than you get in an accident or something else happens. So when you went into full I'll make up time mode, I'm like, well, hold, Alan,
2: Alan, yeah. I need you yeah. to hear me. I need you to slow down, and whenever you get there, it'll be just fine. I have a strategy. When I say I'm going to make up time, I have a strategy on my way to work, and nobody uses it. It's, it's amazing to me how 95% of the cars, that if they just follow me— <laughs> It just will open up the entire freeway, okay? When you're on the 110 and you exit Dodger Stadium, mm-hmm. if you exit right there on Dodger Stadium Academy where it's Road. just – What's that? Academy Road. Sure. Oh, that's right. I think that's it's the Academy ba- Road. That's the back way in. Yeah. Okay, so if you exit right there, first of all, you're in a lane where everybody's <laughs> not moving because they're not trying to exit. Right. So from maybe a half mile out, I'm all by myself. The only people in front of me are the ones that were trying to – go as far as they can before now they put their left blinker on and they're trying to get back on the one ten. right? Those are the only ones in front of me. I exit and then I get right back on the freeway and I cut like a Waze doesn't even know where I'm, what I'm doing. It's a good five minutes that I just, I shave right out the gate. So that's what I meant by I, I can make up some time.
1: Okay. Well, I'm, I'm glad that you're here. I, well, I don't, I, I'm glad that you're here. That That's true. But I did want you to be a little late just so I could hold that over you sure, for sure. forever, really. like I would always be that guy about, hey, remember that time on December 2nd when you were late? Remember when you missed the first segment of the show on December 2nd? Because I like to be that guy. I
2: like to take little things that are not a big deal and turn them into a big deal. Well, can, I, can I take you back to, and I'm sure you remember this, remember our last night show? When I had to do it
1: by myself when you took the day off and I was the only one that worked? You mean that one?
2: And they remember the day before Thanksgiving.
1: You mean the day that DeMarco and I did the show when you took the day off
2: and and I was the only one here working with the DeMarco. The two highest rated Travis and Sliwa shows that we've had. I don't know if there's a coincidence there. I'm I sure. just don't it, know it.
1: I'm sure it is. It ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear Hotline. You can be a part of the Trav and Slee Show via the Dr. Pepper call in line. ESPN Nation is presented by Dr. Pepper. College football's back. So are the fans. Return to glory with fans are like Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. Do you remember what we did right off the top of the show yesterday, by chance, Al, about the uh, the listener that tweeted us the picture of his podcast time that he spends oh yeah, with us. yeah that's right so we got another one today mm-hmm. okay do you remember the number last uh it was what was it like 1500 minutes or something like that that he had listened to okay this is from madrid47 and it says your top podcast was travis and sliwa you listened to 171 episodes for a total of seven thousand four hundred and fifty-eight minutes So, Madrid 47, thank you very, very much for for spending that amount of time with us. That is outstanding, and all of you should get on Madrid 47's level.
2: Appreciate it. That's awesome. Um, Look, I'm I'm just going to kind of throw this out there. Lakers Talk is available as well if you want (laughs) to go for... That's about an hour and a week. No, I'm just kidding. So that's he, awesome. He no, sent, that's that's great.
1: He sent the picture of uh, all his top podcasts, and we're at the top, right? Yep. It had like your top five, and it was us. There was one on the Miami Dolphins. There was another one on the Boston Red Sox. So he's obviously a big sports fan. <laughs> that's funny. And, How random are those? And, and wait, the best one was okay. Hold on, I, mean, I want to get it exactly right because okay. I don't I don't want to blow it. The other one was serial killers. <laughs> this number four most listened that's to a really- podcast was
2: <laughs> Serial Killers. I know that sounds funny. I think that's one of the top podcasts. Oh sure, in, uh, we beat the Serial radio. Killers.
1: We're number one. Serial yes. Killers are number four. So I, yes. I, feel, I feel pretty good about that. What were the process. teams
2: you said? Miami what was the other Dolphins
1: in the Red Sox and thirty for thirty. That was uh, so. We're number one. Uh, Dolphins uh, podcast is number two. Locked on Dolphins, uh, run by my uh, pal David Locke. Uh, 30 for 30 podcast number three, uh, Serial Killers number four, and locked on Red Sox number five.
2: But how funny is that? Like, have you ever heard somebody say, you know, listen, uh Tua just has to play better. <laughs> and I'm really curious what's going to happen in the offseason for the Red Sox. <laughs> like what? <laughs> how did you how did you tie those two squads together? You never know.
1: You never know. You get uh, you, gotta, you gotta put it all together. And he's obviously yeah. a Laker and Dodger fan because we spent a lot of time on that as well. Speaking of, Al. Um, good news for the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. You know, we mm-hmm. saw Corey Seager leave for big money. We saw Max Scherzer leave for big money. Chris Taylor is staying in LA for big money. Maybe not as big a money as those other two guys, but 4 years, 60 million bucks and arguably the best utility guy slash, you know, up yep. and down the order guy in baseball. Maybe Kiké Hernández, he's kind of a, an everyday guy in one spot now, but the Dodgers got to keep who I thought going into this was their second most important option behind Corey Seager.
2: Yeah, and, and listen, I I don't know from a from a baseball perspective when we've talked about the Dodgers just being incredibly responsible, they're going to be smart with their money. That doesn't mean that if they don't find somebody that they think, "Hey, let's go out and pay this dude," we're, they're going to go pay him, but Chris Taylor is how many different positions can he play for the Dodgers? How many Six, different times realistically? How many times can he kind of plug things in for the Dodgers and Uh, He had some big-time moments, obviously, in the playoffs, had some great moments in the regular season as well. I'm sure Dodger fans, you know, it hurts that Corey Seager left, but they understand that that dude is going to go walk away with 10 years, $325 million. Mm -hmm. Max Scherzer, we can make an argument since the trade deadline, was the best pitcher for the Dodgers, period, no questions asked, but you can also say that. Well, he's 37. You want to pay him till he's 40. At $43 million, the richest contract, isn't it the most per year? Richest. Yep, number you, one, $43 million a year. Do you want to give Scherzer that kind of numbers? Now, that, that doesn't mean that the Dodgers don't have more work to do and, okay, how are they going to fill out the rest of the roster? Maybe that gap between them and a couple of these NL teams or NL West teams, that got smaller. But Chris Taylor seems like that's a – that's a that's an incredibly critical, important, strategic signing that, as you've mentioned in the past, can play multiple positions and obviously a key guy for uh, for what the Dodgers are trying to do moving forward. A
1: couple of things here. Number one, I want to just spend 30 seconds talking about Max Scherzer since you brought him up. Mm-hmm. Can can he stop? Can can can, can he please just stop. It's just look, he is a fantastic pitcher, a relentless competitor, and I was thrilled to have him as a member of the Dodgers. I thought he did a fantastic job. But he signs, like you just said, literally the most expensive contract in baseball history as far as annual or average annual value goes, forty three million a year. And it's, well, the Dodgers gave me the dead arm. Well, the reason I came to the Mets was because it's near where my family lives in Florida, and that's where they do spring yeah, training. money had
2: nothing to do Dude, with it. Dude, they
1: gave you $43 million a year at 37 years old for three years. Stop. Just, just please stop. I'm sure those other things are nice little notes, but the Mets came in heavy. You took the money. I respect it. I would have done the same thing. But can we stop throwing shade at the Dodgers? Can we start talking about your kids don't have to move from school early? Because if that's what it was, play for the Rays. that's close to where the kids go to school. You don't have to move them at all.
2: Do you think he is – because it's funny when you say he's throwing shade at the Dodgers. I I think the comment was unnecessary to say, hey, well, you know, this is what I was used to doing with the Nationals. The Dodgers didn't treat me the same exact way. That's part of the reason why I wasn't fresh or I couldn't go towards the end, which is kind of crazy because they used him so often. And, Mm -hmm. you know, obviously they were – it's not like – uh, if there's one thing we're not going to mention about the Dodgers from last season is, well, they didn't get enough out of Julio. Or, you know what, they should have pitched Bueller more. That was never the case with, you know, the starters that they had. They're obviously getting the innings. Uh, you think he's throwing shade, or do you think he's just simply I, trying well, to maybe, kind of explain? Well, said
1: it, uh, unnecessary maybe, but it, I mean – dude you're max scherzer if you want to pitch pitch you know what i mean that this is the same guy that told dave roberts don't effing touch me when he came out of a game and now you're telling me that they're the ones that won't let you go out and pitch a certain amount and it just the whole thing just doesn't add up i i i'm I don't want to say anything bad about him because I think you're mad maybe, at Scherzer. I, I'm not mad at him. It just it's unnecessary. Dude, you got 43 million a year. I get it. I would take it too. You don't have to Well, one of the reasons the die I'm into Mets is cuz the Dodgers gave me the dead arm and they wouldn't let me compete and I know that I need to throw 110 pitches, you know, every 5 days and okay, fine, whatever. But what, why do we have to do that? I don't I don't understand. Why do we have to do the whole spring training thing? I just it just seemed completely unnecessary.
2: I always wonder when you know when somebody avoids the hey this is why I signed with this squad this team if they're not better off just saying d- d- do you see what's on this it's paper? the best deal on the table I took look the best at deal the numbers on this like I wonder if that's that would be refreshing for for listeners or for fans to just say hey, at least the guy's being honest look at the numbers <laughs> they offered me that's why I'm a New York Met and then he can also say well hey I think. This team, this squad's got a, uh, at least a chance to be in competition. Yeah. I could be the difference of them making the postseason. Perfect. All that stuff just right there. Just be an
1: agent. That's exactly right. This, Look at the deal. I think I can win here. I think mm. I'm the difference that can help them get over the top. I'm looking forward to a leadership role, which is what he did say. Oh, that's great. But you don't have to fire bullets at the uh, the team that you just left or that they were the reason that you weren't able to pitch in the NLC. But it, it seemed completely over the top. Let's go back to Chris Taylor for a second again because now we've got the next guys right now that taylor is is here now that seager's in new york or excuse me in texas and scherzer's in new york it's kenley and it's clayton kershaw now nothing's gonna happen until they get the labor situation ironed out so about
2: three years away we're gonna find out (laughs) what happens with kenley (laughs)
1: You know what's funny? They, uh, I'll, I'm going to pull Jesus. this up real quick. So, yeah. here, let me pull up this tweet. I, I marked it here for a second. Uh, so, there's been one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. This is the ninth different labor stoppage. We've had strikes and lockouts in or, or lockouts yep. in 72, 73, 76, 80, 81, 85, 90, 94, and now. Okay? In only three of those. Nine previous times have we actually missed any baseball. Mm-hmm. So, in, in the other six, no games are lost. So, I, th- this is it's the just point. jockeying, basically. It's just, yep. And, and I'll, look, everybody knows what you and I do for a living, right? That we follow sports, we talk about sports, we're interested in sports, we like this stuff. I just really am not terribly interested in the mechanics of what it is that they're arguing over about hmm. salary floors and median salaries, this and more development. I, I, I want to watch baseball in the summer. I want to watch the Dodgers play. You guys figure it out. You know what I mean? I, I just sure. I, I'm sure that in a labor situation, just in a strictly labor situation, if we're talking about steel workers or or stevedores or whatever it is, that there's a right side and a wrong side. and i'm and I'm sure that this exists here. Just kind of disinter- disinterested in the whole thing. I don't care. I just want guys to be able to play, make as much money as you can. They can run out of the business the way they want. I just know that I want to see baseball in the summer, and let's just stop with all
2: this stuff. Well, th- this is it. It will affect you when it affects you, and what I mean by that is it, during the um, during the uh, COVID season, mm-hmm. right? Remember where we were kind of painting this picture and maybe the media was painting this picture and I fell into it they're like well what if we started on the 4th of July what's better than America apple pie <laughs> baseball <laughs> right. and Chevrolet right Let's exactly <laughs> it was all like they painted this picture and I'm like damn that's that's fantastic you know what they're going to be the first sport back remember it was like well which sport can come back first lacrosse and- <laughs> <laughs> probably was lacrosse ball. I know. It might, actually, you know what it might have been? It might have been MLS. I think MLS was, ended up being the first the first sport that came back. But it was, okay, basketball, they still got to figure everything out. They're going to try to go in the Orlando bubble. And the NFL and and uh, and college football, that's just based upon when their schedule starts. And once you started looking at baseball and it was like, okay, well, what are they going to go? Half the season? And then it was like, okay, they're going to go 72 games. And then it was, they ended up at 60. I never really got like just like you're sitting back right now saying I don't really care what happens today and tomorrow. Just make sure this stuff is figured out by the time you know you get to spring training and we don't mm-hmm. miss any baseball. You said three only three times that they three missed of the games. previous nine. You, you got obviously enough of a um, enough of a, uh, opportunity to kind of work on this. But I'm with you. It is kind of funny and it is just jockeying. And you've always said that eventually the players are going to get what they want. There is one part. There is one detail of the deal. That I think is interesting. I could do this, We could do this when we come back because I, I we don't want to probably get into all the details of why they're not. You know, you don't a, want
1: to talk collectively
2: bargained labor negotiations on our show. That's not something that that gets you going. When we come <laughs> back, I'm going to have my CPA come on, and he's going to explain. <laughs> Uh leaders
1: from the AFL CIO (laughs) will come in here and break down what it means to be collective
2: bargaining. But but uh, but Trev, there is one piece of this that I think is interesting and it could have an effect on the Dodgers. So we could do that uh coming up next.
0: Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. That's what he gets. So you you
1: owe Chris three hundred or three dollars and ninety five cents, Lee. And then speaking uh, of then Venmo,
2: the Speaking of Venmo, <laughs> Dean, get that thing over to Cronkie as soon as you can. All right. Oh, it is the first of the, start, of the month.
1: He's a day late. Start of the
2: month. You're a day late. All right. Don't let it get to the third. It gets to the third. Chargers might not have a home game this. Uh, <laughs> A week and a half from
1: today, I, I, I picture like a repo man out in front of Sofi <laughs> with, uh, "I'm sorry, guys, uh, the check has not arrived." You can't. There, Inglewood Engle, High School is down the street. If you guys no, really need to play a game Back to today. dignity, health.
2: Back to dignity, health.
1: <laughs> well, you got to pay to use that too. The, the, yeah, the fee at the, you know, maybe Morningside's right down the street. You got, <laughs> you got some options. You can find a place to play. Uh, all right, so we were talking about the lockout, and and Clinton Yates was, I'm assuming, driving around and listening to us, and he's on the. Line right now, uh, Clinton. It, it's funny. I, I read what you wrote this morning on Twitter about yeah. about the lockout, and it, it was very thoughtful and insightful, and all these things. And this is no reflection of your ability to write. But yes. as as I'm reading it, my eyes are glazing over because it, I just yeah. don't care who, air quote, wins in this thing. It's just not interesting to me. It's not, I, I just, I understand that we're going to get to a resolution. It's probably going to be something that's tilted more towards the players than the owners because that's the way it typically goes. What am I missing here?
3: I think what we're missing here in this situation is that, and not to get too sort of far deep into it, but think about where we are in America now, where people and the value of what they do, no matter what the job it is, is being completely reevaluated in terms of like everything because of the pandemic, supply chain issues, what everybody wants to be able to do to make a living. And when that's compromised, we have to reassess it. And in 2021, when we look at the economic structure of what baseball is, the way they treat the players is unfair. It's as simple as that. And, like, when it gets down to the core matter of, well, what are we really trying to do here, improve the game of baseball? Well, the only people who have more to give in that situation are the owners, in my particular opinion. You look at what happened with the minor league in terms of banging that out and the money that is not spent there. You look at what happens in terms of wage suppression and the way that teams manipulate um, service time and all that. It's just, I think people are more understanding now of the fact that regardless of the millionaires that exist, In baseball, There's plenty of guys that, A, don't make that kind of money and probably should, and B, overall, the system is unfair, and we just know that now. We don't know how much money the owners make. We do know how much money that the Players Association gets back, and that's just a matter of determining it. So I think the thing is, Travis, that as a hardcore baseball fan as you are, Mm -hmm. this is a different discussion. This is a real American labor dispute that is playing out in the form of baseball.
2: Clint, when the dust settles, uh, and maybe that's a month from now, maybe it's four months from now, what happens? What what gives? I mean, Travis has kind of simplified it, saying that eventually yeah. um, the players will get what they want because that's how oh, most close of these to it. or close to it, right? And, and that's just the way other stoppage, work stoppage, or, or play stoppage has, uh, has panned out. What happens? I mean, it, over the next couple of months, how do you think things shake out?
3: I think what happens is that what what, what goes on with the players is that they get a closer concession to some level of fairness. And whether that's service time changing, whether that's free agency and that window opening up a little bit better, I think we're going to get closer to that. Because the issue is is that you have to be in baseball for so long to finally cash out that that doesn't make sense to the average time span of a player. You should be able to make more money earlier in your career as you are in your actual prime. And the notion that free agency, Rob Manfred said this today, the MLB commissioner, the notion that free agency is such a turnoff to fans because players leave that's that it shouldn't be part of the market at all. It's insane. Yeah. Right. You know, it's like if you had an earlier window to keep guys, A, people would be bigger fans of the game because they would learn who players are earlier in their existence. And B, they might not leave because of the same reason. It's just, that's what I think has to happen here because there's just too much money to be lost in terms of, potential in order for the owners not to take that seriously in terms of what the game looks like specifically on the ground. You can't have only 30-year-olds being the guys that can cash out. It just doesn't make sense for a league that's trying to grow. You know
1: what I'm going to do, Clinton? I've decided that I'm going to take the lead from Major League Baseball, and I'm just going to erase your face from everything on ESPN. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to pretend that you've never existed, that I'm going to put a bunch of stuff up from uh, the, the mid-90s to, to, try, to try to do it. I just it, that, that was, of all of this stuff, and like I said, I, I just, I, I get that there are larger issues at play. I just want to watch baseball, yeah. man. I, I you no, know, what I I know mean? man.
3: And that's my thing, man. It's like, it's, but think about everything Major League Baseball has done to prevent us from being able to watch baseball. Regional sports television networks, blackouts all over the place. Like I said, banging out minor league baseball to other yeah. leagues that are developing Major League Baseball. Are the, the owners are the ones that have made all those choices. It's, when it comes down to the people that actually make the game work, and they're like, hey, this isn't cool, you have to pay attention to that with the same veracity.
1: I just want to make sure that everybody understands that MLB literally erased everybody's face off of no. their website this morning.
3: That if it's you are if you go, it's yeah, legal technicality, Travis, but like it's just such a bad look, it's, you know. Like what are we doing?
1: If you go to the Dodgers page on MLB.com, there is not a picture of Clayton Kershaw next to Clayton Kershaw's name. It's just it's just beyond silly. I appreciate you checking really. in, Clayton. Got to got to come in and hang with us one of these days.
3: I know, right? I'm actually in New York right now, but I'm back tomorrow, so I might check you guys out next
1: week. How about that? You got it. You got it. Thanks, Glenn. Thanks, right, Glenn. See, yeah. Hi, yeah. See th- this is he. He actually and I, he he said something that I was talking about. That I get it. I get that there's a labor issue in this. I get that this is not unlike if you have. Auto workers, or coal miners, or stevedores, or whatever it is, these unions have a purpose to make yep. sure that working conditions, and pay, and benefits, and all these things are equitable and evenly distributed. I understand all that. I don't give a damn. I want to watch. I want to watch baseball in the summer. I understand that there are problems in the minor leagues and in all the all these the the chain leading to the, Clinton is a hundred percent right, and I don't mean to be the guy that just just show me the finished product. I understand that there's sausage being made here. I just want to eat the sausage. I just don't really care whether or not the guy gets his free his service time is in year five or year. I just it doesn't move me in any meaningful way.
2: You you don't care, but you also understand the importance for those who do care. And sure. You also understand the importance of why they're pushing for what they're pushing for, and the the details to me that I think are worth a conversation, that I think are worth um, some interest. You know, one of the things here was the desire for a expanded postseason, mm-hmm. right? There's a proposal there to move from ten teams to twelve. If you remember, uh, there was a fourteen team plan at one point, but that one I, I think got basically got canned. So now the question is, okay, can you find the middle ground? I, that's the one I think that interests me because that is very much more from a fan perspective, where somebody can actually sit here, a Dodger fan can say, "Hmm, interesting. Do we need more squads in the in the postseason?" Um, and Dodger fans are probably like, "No, we don't," because that's just more competition that's going more up against the Dodgers. More chances to get clipped early. More chances to lose. I, listen, I, I've said this before, and I get the argument. The NBA, I'm not telling you they have a perfect system because you got 16 squads that go in. More than half. And by the way, they're not even they're not even stopping there anymore. They're saying, "Hey, not only are we going to let eight <laughs> in, we're right. actually going to have ten in, and play teams. a couple extra games, twenty teams, just to." But but here's the funny part about it. I think there is something to that for the whole of the sport. Now I don't know if this was the intention last year, Trev. We were paying more attention to the bottom of the standings than we were at the top of the standings because the the teams were already up there. <clears throat> the number one seed was already there. The two was already there. The question was, hey, who's going to be seven, eight, nine, and ten? And all of a sudden that became so interesting to everybody because this was unique. It was different. I, I think the the I've always been a proponent of. If you can expand the playoffs, I'm not saying you got to do it like the NBA and have that many teams, but, man, I think it would be cool for Major League Baseball to have more markets that have more exciting games that are meaningful in August and September, have a chance to make the postseason. Even if you make the postseason and the Dodgers just lay you out in three games or whatever it is, I think even for those other markets, just to be in the mix, just to be a part of the conversation, I think it's good for the game of baseball. It's a compelling
1: argument, as long as I think there's a drop-dead point of, because right now it's 10 right which which yep. 10 out of 30 feels you know if you're in the top third you get a chance at it you get a chance to win the whole thing i think that sounds about right if you expanded to maybe 12 Okay, I, you still have my attention, but if we get too much beyond that, now we're all of a sudden, we're bringing into, and especially in baseball, because look, let, let's say in basketball, for instance, and, and let's throw last year away because it was odd where Golden State and the Lakers were down near in, in playing games, and they were super compelling. Sure, sure, But if you're telling me Memphis and you know the Did Sacramento Kings are, are competing to become the eighth seed, I just don't care. And, and because neither one of those teams are going to beat the Golden State Warriors. You know what I mean? They're, neither one of those teams are going to beat the Phoenix Suns. Uh-huh. In baseball, if we're talking about the 10th team, the Minnesota Twins coming in and clipping the New York Yankees, that can they happen. They can have
2: it. Yeah, they could have a good little stretch where right. all of a sudden Right. And, and that's are up. that's
1: I don't know if that's good for baseball. It's good for Twins fans, I guess. But if all of a sudden a team that won 105 games is out to a team that won 74,
2: that's a problem. Okay, but you know, we we could sit here. I mean, just think about what you just laid out right there All right, well, why isn't the conversation about reseeding once the playoffs start, why isn't the conversation I mean, what the Dodgers had to go through in the playoffs was such idiotic common sense. The fact that they not only had to play in the wild card game and then oh by the way, you don't get home field versus the Atlanta Braves, even though you had a seventeen, eighteen game lead on them. I think there are other things that, you know, baseball should certainly consider or work out from a playoff structure once you get to the playoffs, but Uh, again, I'm a I'm a huge proponent of – I thought the NFL even expanding by one team, whether you need it or whether you think it had to happen or anything along those lines, one thing we know is they're not going to take less regular season games out because of revenue and all this thing is about money. And by the way, if they expand playoffs, it's only about the money. If there's a playing tournament in the NBA, it's only about the money. And obviously, nothing changes here.
1: That's it. I'm taking your face off of the ESPN website, you have violated the collective bargaining agreement. Oh no, no, you and did now that. You'll just be you met, a silhouette. You did that.
2: Remember when we did the media day at Lakers training facility? <laughs> no, and I tagged you in that picture. You and started Al posting Instagram <laughs> photos and just <laughs> and zooming, in, zooming in, zooming into where just my laptop yeah, was there, and nice you were laptop. there with Carmelo.
1: Yeah, and LeBron and AD don't forget those two as well those were those were pretty exciting all right speaking of the lakers and can they finally get something done on a friday is that something that's going to happen tomorrow against the clips that's next it's travis
0: lee 710 espn now let's talk about the play of the week the pressure to follow up hypnotic and cognac weighing heavy on the team Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be.
1: And you've got a chance to go to the Christmas Day game. So how good is that? How good is that? I mean, it's the Lakers and the Nets. They can't flex that one out of the uh, the primetime spot, right? Emily just told me that the uh, Lakers and Clippers on Friday are yep. not an ESPN game. They're going to go Warriors-Suns, which makes a little bit of sense.
2: But can I tell you something? Uh, first of all, as far as the tickets go to get a chance to be in the suite, stay yep. at the Rogers household for two nights, <laughs> Airbnb. Bring um, an air mattress. The whole thing. The whole thing. Uh, Travis will sleep on the air mattress. <laughs>
1: They don't make an air mattress that accommodates somebody as myself. The, the those, air, are, those are for children on Christmas Eve or camping trips that grown, grown men with, of a certain carriage uh, do not sleep awesome. on those things.
2: That's, that's, the air is just on the whole time. Like you have to keep it plugged in.
1: Well, I need like a team of, of pumps that are constantly infusing the mattress. Just, like
2: this, just <laughs> pumping it in. Um, you know, the, the thing about flexing the, the Laker game. So Lakers got the Clippers coming up on Friday. And we talked about this, two games in a row, Phoenix and the Warriors are going to play each other. So Phoenix got the first one, and that was without Devin Booker for most of the you know, the entire second half and most of the second quarter as well. And then now they're going to go up to San Francisco and play that game. Mm-hmm. I love this. I cannot tell you much. You know my affinity towards the Los Angeles Lakers. You know how much I love Lakers basketball.
1: Third favorite team. <laughs>
2: Yes, that's right. Third favorite the team. The Cavs, the Grizzlies, and, Grizzlies. and the Lakers. Yep, Cavs, Grizzlies. That's <laughs> that's my ranking. Just something about Kevin Love. Uh, something about Kevin Love and Dylan Brooks. Sure. Um, Go Ducks. Okay, so the fact that the Lakers are getting flexed out of that game, Chad, this is how it should be. You know, I, I, I told you and I explained my frustration with – some of these other, like that, we use as an example, you don't deserve to play on Thanksgiving if you're a squad that's, oh, blah, 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 whatever you are, right? Sure. The NBA, go look at their schedule. They, they were using a time during the Christmas games. I remember when the Lakers were, you know, whatever. They were as bad as they were. And I would always make the argument, get them off the Christmas game. Yeah, they don't deserve been to be. It's
1: something like 20 years in a row, right? They've been there they for don't,
2: a long time. <clears throat> I can't remember. I don't know if they missed one or not. I, I can't remember off the top of my head, but... I would make the argument like they don't deserve to be... Put give the product the best product that should be out there. This is a no-brainer. The fact that the Warriors and the uh, Suns play in that game, and that also should tell a little bit of a story of where the Lakers are at least through the first twenty-three games. No, you know what? You shouldn't be on a nationally televised game. Throw that game to the the two best teams in the uh, in the NBA right now.
1: Yeah, no, it's 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 the better game. The question is, mm-hmm. what is this game for the Lakers? Because there's there's this is another fork in the road, right? Okay. This could be a hey, you know what? We put together a really solid half against the Sacramento. Kings, that we we played our best basketball of the season for 24 consecutive minutes. We looked like a functioning NBA team that can beat other NBA teams. And we're going to demoralize you. Team. We're
2: going to play defense. Yep. We're going to do a little bit of everything. Yep, and we're going to we're going
1: to make shots. We're going to play D. De- all of that stuff. That that if they can come in against the Clippers on Friday night and continue to look like that. Then I think, really, for the first time, you say, oh, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. There's something now. Let's see it again. Is it the Celtics? After that, the Celtics yeah, on Tuesday. The, yep. Okay, let's see it against the Celtics. Maybe you know the Celtics hammered them in Boston a week or so ago. Maybe they can you know get a little bit of that going, and they can take care of the Celtics, and we can start to put some bricks in the wall of making a quality team. The problem is, yeah. is every time we've had an opportunity to take that fork in the road, they choose the other one, which is. All oh, right, this is this team's not very good, and they just got blown out all over again. Because the Clippers, their record is mediocre, just like the Lakers, but they're actually not playing very well at all. Was it three in a row that they've dropped? Yeah, they lost three lost in a row. to Sacramento. They lost to the Pelicans. The Pelicans, yep. yeah, they, they're just they're not firing on all cylinders. And if you turn around and you lose to them again, it's like, here we go again. And it's just another game off the board where you didn't move the ball down the field.
2: There are times where, you know, I'm like, yeah, I really like Travis. And then there's other times where I'm like, I don't like him that much. This morning, let me give you a perfect example. (laughs) This morning I say to you, I'm like, Trav, you know what? They really need to win this game. Mm-hmm. and you kind of take a step back and you do what you do in the third hour you know third hour where you just kind of lay <laughs> back you put your hands Enjoying on your myself. head yeah. and you're like tell me how many times you've already said that this year i'm like god dang it he's right you're right you're right i've said that so many times this year where yes. hey this is yeah this is the big one this is the <laughs> game you're like yeah sounds good you can't say that 11 times you in can't 23 say after games.
1: every win and <laughs>
2: you know hey, win this is the one Lost. Okay. Well, i
1: don't know what's going on
2: okay so th- that's an example of when, so is
1: that when you liked me or you don't like me i did not i did <laughs> okay. not like you okay.
2: yeah i did not like you um remember i i've said this a couple different times that hey if you want to lose a bad game if you want to have a bad game just do it on a friday night <laughs> true
1: they've last, listened to you
2: by the way it was it three listen, in a row <laughs> last three friday night games for the lakers they had the remember when they lost to minnesota at staples by 57 okay they lost by 24, right? They they got blown out by the T Wolves. Uh-huh. That was on a Friday night. Then the game that you were talking about with the Celtics, they lost 130 to 108 in Boston. LeBron came back. Jalen Brown's not playing in that game. Okay, you thought Lakers were going to take you know advantage of that? No, they didn't. And then last Friday they lost a. That was a Sacramento game. They lost in triple overtime. Um, forget that it's on a Friday night, but I think the the point that you were trying to make is they've had opportunities so far this year where every time you think you could start building some momentum. Every time you think, okay, is that overtime win against the Pacers? Is that a game that you can build off of? No, you lose to the Kings. Um, maybe, you know, use as an example, did they find themselves that game against Milwaukee? Okay, they lost it, but they played really well, and they were doing it without LeBron. Can they build off of that? No, you can't. You get blown out by the Celtics. So I, I think you've been, like you mentioned, in positions like this before. They went through They went through a stretch, Remember when they played Charlotte and Miami at Staples Center? Sure. Win two in a row. Both of those games go to overtime. Oh, Mm -hmm. they're building some momentum here. They're going to walk past the Minnesota Timberwolves. No, they're not. They're going to lose. So... That's the cautious that you know you and I have is that well every time you've had that opportunity to prove something you, you you failed. We'll see if they can do it tomorrow.
1: ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. Here's the difference, and here's why I'm more optimistic about this one than some of those other ones. And we'll use the Indiana game that you mentioned a minute ago, where you're thinking, okay, and, and Frank Vogel even said it after the game, maybe this is the game that can kind of launch us onto a little bit of a, a winning streak, and then they yeah. turn around, and they lose the very next game. The difference is in that Indiana game they didn't play well. LeBron did. You're right. You're LeBron, right. LeBron was extraordinary, but the rest of the team didn't play well. They didn't play any defense. They didn't get any stops. They didn't look like they were running any plays. It's just that one of the greatest players in the history of the sport had a night, and he, and he made a bunch of shots. So that that's not really a plan. That's just a great player playing greatly. Against Sacramento, they played well. They, they played a brand of basketball that appears to be repeatable. It didn't it didn't rely on somebody just going nuclear for a night and scoring a bunch of points Let's and carrying the team along. It was a real plan that can be replicated over and over again maybe. It, you know, if the plan is if LeBron gets forty, we'll win. That's a really bad plan because, as good as he is, he cannot do that on a regular basis anymore. Very few guys in the league can. But if the plan is, hey, if we play fast, we play defense, we play collectively as a unit, that we got guys that are doing all the little things. Monk's that you giving need to get you twenty two, Dwight's win.
2: giving you a double you double. Do Carmelo's chipping in with fourteen. You got five, six different guys that are contributing. Now that, that, that's that. That is a you're right because we were spending yesterday saying that. That was the best half of basketball they've played all year. We haven't had the opportunity to say that very often. And if LeBron is saving you in a game against the Pacers because he's hitting 28-footer step back, twenty-eight <laughs> step-backs over Sabonis, you can't say, well, okay, well, that's our blueprint, because you're obviously not going to win many games if that's the case.
1: No, and even going back to the Charlotte and Miami back-to-back wins, those were, I mean, they're wins. You'll take them, you'll put them in the, in the bank and keep moving, but... They weren't particularly good in those games. They were just a little bit better than the other team. They were missing, uh, you know, Jimmy Butler only played, what, a handful of minutes in that game? Seven minutes, eight minutes, something like that, yeah. and then Charlotte is, you know, they're okay. They're not terrible, but it's the Charlotte Hornets. It's, you know, whatever. LaMelo's a nice player. You'd be
2: surprised. That's one of the better games that they've played so far. Believe it or not, like, Charlotte's actually decent. That's what's so scary.
1: Yeah, that that what you just said that if we're hanging our hats on halves of Kings and they played well against Charlotte one night three weeks ago, (laughs) that's that's uh, when you look at it from that way, it's like, okay. so that's why tomorrow night against the Clips is is so important.
2: They got some work to do. they,
1: They absolutely do. You can see them on Christmas. You can see them against the Brooklyn Nets on Christmas night. You need to listen to us. We'll tell you when you have an opportunity to do that. You can listen to Mason in Ireland. You can listen to Sedano and Cap. Everybody's going to be giving you a chance to go and uh, see that
2: game um okay so t-raj what we got here we got hey did you see coming up next is that, that we got
1: going on that is next and then of course we need to get into what's going on with the rams at the top of the hour so just around 11 o'clock too there's a really interesting piece that was out there about what the rams do in the second half and it's not just this year it's kind of a trend that's coming up Travis Lee seven ten, espn
0: Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
1: No, I didn't touch your drum set. <laughs> well, fantastic! I was, I was right watching there. cops. <laughs> I like that. Why is sweaty? Fantastic! Exactly. I was watching it's Shark Week. <laughs> it's raw power is what that is. Raw power. <laughs> Taylor, what do you have for us? Hey,
4: did you see that they? Average price for a gallon of gas in L.A. is four seventy.
0: Four seventy. Yeah, four bucks, okay, seventy okay.
4: cents. Even though it's stupid mm-hmm. expensive, I always enjoy filling up because, oddly enough, I'm drawn to the smell of gasoline. So I'm asking you guys, what's a weird smell <laughs> that makes you happy or feel good?
1: I don't know if that makes you weird as much as it might yeah, make you like a huff. I don't know what was going on there. <laughs> yeah, I think that you like glue and spray paint. Are you into that kind of stuff? Too? No, not at all. Just, You're it just, I don't hooked.
4: know. Maybe it reminds me of my youth.
1: Maybe. Um, I, there, there are two things that I don't know if it's weird. Maybe, maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. I don't know. I, I don't think so. But there are two things that the second I, I, I get that scent, I'm just in an instantly in a good mood the smell of cut grass. Just huh, makes me that's feel good. fantastic. That's true. Yep. I, I it just makes you feel like you're eight years old in the backyard or playing little mm-hmm. league. It just, I love the smell of cut grass. Get allergies,
2: I'll sneeze 19 times. <laughs> yes, but well, maybe, yeah, maybe maybe. I'm with you I on that.
1: I don't have those, so that's fine. I don't care if you have allergies sure, as sure, long sure as I don't. No, have I get them, it. I understand. It's fine. And the other so one is thoughtful. the smell of a baseball glove. I just – it's that that leather, that kind of worn-in leather smell that I just absolutely can't get enough of. Those are the two for me.
2: Okay, this is a random one. Um, There's a certain scent, believe it or not, basketball gym. You know, when you go to a gym – Yeah, it's called BO. (laughs) You're into BO, I get it. You're trying to smell gloves and God knows what else you, you have in mind, all right? But there's a certain scent at a basketball gym. Yeah. And it kinda it instantly takes you back to Dirty whatever spot. that whatever that set is, <laughs> it takes you back to when you were a kid or whatever the case. So I think there's kind of a similar yeah. thing from a sports perspective. For sure. Um the gasoline one, uh, listen. The scent that is what it is you can have that oh yesterday I went to go fill up some uh fill up some ga- every gas station it doesn't matter you know if, oh well you know I'll, I'll wait a couple miles I'll just go into it the- doesn't matter everyone's getting you for a good the 470 <laughs> was cheap I've seen 509 right. okay that that very quickly that's one of the things like they'll
1: say the average price of a gallon of gas in in LA County is what did you say 480 or whatever yeah
4: 470 4,
1: 470. I've never seen it. Like where, where are these Where are these 470 stations? I'm only seeing things that are just barely under five bucks.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, you're right about that. I was gonna, I, th- I thought you were going to say that it was less. I'm like, no, less. no, no No. I've not never
1: less. seen whatever the average is, I only see 20 cents more per gallon wherever I go.
2: Yeah.
4: You know what also is a really good smell. Uh, Home Depot. Like when you get in Home Depot and you smell the wood and everything, that gonna, to me is great.:
1: That's the lumber. Right. The, the Home Depot, it's that, that sawdust is another one of those things that's maybe, and, maybe it's just because it reminds me of those old school pizza joints where you'd go yeah. and they'd have the sawdust on the floor. I could get into that. Little and, when you and, and, I, sawdust.
2: and when you and I walk into a Home Depot, you know, people just know like, hey, these guys mean business. They know what they're doing. They need two by fours. Is that is that what we're supposed to say? <laughs> yeah, they, there's such
1: a thing as two by four. Taylor, if you need yeah. some help with your gasoline sniffing addiction, reach out to
2: reach out to somebody. I'm I'm here for you. Admit you like it, Trap.
1: No. <laughs> I don't hate it, but I don't look forward to paying for gas just to get a whiff of. He doesn't diesel. stop at
2: gas stations when he doesn't need gas.
4: <laughs> okay, here we go. Did you see they made a, they made another Home Alone movie? Now that. this this film was met with negative reviews, and even though everyone complains about remakes and reboots, Hollywood continues to churn them out. So, what movie franchise has been milked too much?
1: Well, I, are, are, are we
2: talking just Christmas? Just Christmas I did, movies? I think Everything. in
1: general, I for me, and I hope that our Disney bosses aren't listening to this. You oh, know, this what, isn't good. You know this is not good. No, for the and show, I by love the these movies, but I just feel like it's hard for me to keep up because they come out so fast. Are the Star Wars movies? It it feels like there's a Star Wars movie every six. Appreciate seconds, you guys so being a Star part Wars of the show. <laughs> um, starting We're kind of tomorrow, cut off his mic. it's
2: too much. Starting tomorrow, you're going to get me, some national programming. Let me savor
1: one. Let me save one before we go to the next one. I, I want more of them. I just need them doled out at a slightly slower pace.
2: Um, Marvel 2. That's too. not a that's not a bad one. Like I, I see what you're saying, I, and not all those I I follow along with. I'm trying to think what Christmas movies are you like? No, that's enough of that this thing is over
1: all of them that aren't elf or bad santa you might be right santa claus the the santa claus is eh, that's not that's the tim allen one right that's not bad that's not and the um the the classic the a christmas story with ralphie and sticking the tongue on the pole like yeah there are a few but you if they if you said to me uh miracle on 34th street it's been vaporized and you can never see it that's fine yeah i'm good i don't need to see that again
2: yeah, and I'm just thinking on the Star Wars thing. It's probably one of the you know biggest investments Disney has made. But that's really good. That's really nice of you to point that out. Yeah,
1: I don't think that me saying that I want them to come out at a slower pace is going to make people have less of an appetite for Darth Vader.
2: You're right, but it will just all of a sudden get our podcast uh, <laughs> we just won't appear anymore when people want to listen to it. Say, like you know Major it's League not Baseball,
1: there. it's just it's just gone. <laughs> it's just our, our pictures are gone.
2: That's awesome. Our lineup, just our both of our faces <laughs> are off the. Uh,
1: It says... (laughs) Exactly, exactly.
4: Okay, last one this morning. Did you see that an armored car traveling north along the 5 in Carlsbad had its doors swing open, allowing bags of cash to fly out? As expected, motorists pulled over in frenzy to collect the bills. So in that situation, what would you do if the streets were flooded with cash?
2: I kind of already know where I'd go with this. And this is just pure out of... I I don't know. I, I don't know how to explain this to you. I don't think I'd do anything. Would you stop on a freeway?
1: Okay, maybe there, there's, there's a maybe. If I'm making that drive, and yeah. all of a sudden I'm driving and I see the paper fluttering in the air, yep. And all of a sudden, one very briefly sticks to my windshield as I go and through. It's 100? And it's a hundred. And it's a hundred dollar bill or That's a fifty. Great I, point. I, I am, I am stopping, and there's, and they're everywhere. I'm stopping to pick those up. Um, if it flutters through the air and a one sticks to my window, I'm like, you know okay, what? How about I got an a appointment what down if in it's San a Diego. I need to get down there.
2: What if it's a twenty? What are you doing
1: on a twenty? How many are flying around in the air? Is it? There's hun- a lot of them flying around. A- yeah, I'm probably stopping. But okay, you know what? My first thought would be, those aren't real. My, my first thought would not be oh yeah. there is a armored car that mm-hmm. has thrown its doors open and cash is going everywhere. I'd be like somebody's doing a prank where they printed off a bunch of counterfeit money to see if people mm-hmm. like it's a sociological experiment. But if there not was a bad idea, Never I, thought about that? Yeah, I uh,
2: I think I'd stop for twenties. Here's my question: if if you're stopping for twenties and you pull out hundred and eighty dollars is what you end up with, uh-huh. do you file that as part of your tax income when you file your taxes? <laughs>
1: No, if one hundred and eighty dollars, okay. I don't think that I would report, dude. Can they? I don't know anything about armored cars. Can they trace that money, or is it just, is it cash and it's just I don't whatever?
4: Think, I don't think the the driver even cared at all. No,
1: I think he didn't he throw the door open? Yeah, I think like the, that. the story when he's like, you know, I don't want to work for this armored car company anymore. Here you go. Can you trace that money, Al? Do you know?
2: Uh, I have no idea, but I, the more I kind of think about this, I think that that's such a good. How about if you have no idea? You know how you kind of explained here. Well, if it's a hundred, you'll stop. If it's a fifty, you stop. Twenty. What if you have no idea? What if no? Are you stopping to figure out no. and get more information? No. Like, I don't think I am either. Yeah. I, I,
1: look, Al. If I'm on the freeway in Carlsbad, that means I'm either going to San Diego or coming back. The traffic could bog down at any moment. I got to get through there. <laughs> I got to get through I, Oceanside yeah. if I'm
2: coming back up. Yeah. If yeah.
1: I <laughs> Look, once I get to the the reactor at San Onofre, I might be sitting here for 25 minutes. Uh, I just I got to awesome. get through this thing. I got to keep it moving. I I love,
2: how, I love how the question of if you're going to go out and get the money depends on where on the freeway you're at, Yeah, what exits are in front of you, have you, you ate lunch yet or not. What if you're stuck on the 110?
1: This is uniquely LA. It, absolutely. No, look, if you were in situation- 110 is a lot easier to do. You could have gotten out and you would have you would have retired. You would have collected enough money because nobody's going anywhere. You would have probably had to have a, a fight with a person or two to get your 20s, but why not?
2: Uh, by the way, somebody had a, a, a perfect answer- um, only foos on uh, Twitter, Fast and Furious movies lead the list of movies that need to be stopped immediately. I've,
1: I've never seen one. I've never seen one either. I've ne- but you know, you know who oddly likes Fast and Furious movies? Who is that? My wife. <laughs> it's like it's so out of character. Like she does she, – there's nothing in there. They're other printing th- money. Oh, I know. Other than there's a bunch of handsome guys. I think that's yep. the only thing that uh, kind of works for her. But she, she likes those movies. Go figure. Her and um – Every muscle
2: car meathead in the world or yep.
1: all over the uh fast and the Furious. I peel
2: out every time I I pull out of LA Live. <laughs> I just just peel out.
1: All right, the Lakers and the Clippers coming up on Wednesday. Uh who's better set Friday. up? Not or, I'm sorry, Friday, thank you. Yep. Not better set up to win the game on Friday, but who's better set up to have a run of success over the next several years? That's coming up. It's Travis Slee, seven ten, ESPN.